Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. Um, we've been doing this show now. I'm in, I think, my 22nd year on Voice America. have done many other programs along the way. But this is the program that helps you turn your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and help you make your dreams come true. And every week, we just have on amazing, inspirational guests from every different kind of field. And today, we are. Ta- I'm going to share the book title with you. And then we'll share the author. The name of the book title is Get Off the Shelf. Choose you first. You have a right to be happy. Well, you might be saying, well, I know that, but do you? So this is what we're talking about today. My guest is Vicki Dobbs, and she is the author of this wonderful book. She is the founder of Wisdom Evolution, and she's the head cheerleader for the You First Revolution. She brings 40 years of entrepreneurial experience to spiritual writing and work. And she's been helping people for the last two decades navigate their lives and business in a way that allows them to give to the get to the world the best of themselves. All right. And welcome, Vicki. Thank you so very much. It's exciting to be here, Patricia. Yeah, it really is. I'm really happy to have you. So I know what you talk about is how we can really carve out times for ourselves and not feel like we're selfish or guilty. And you would think that that's something that would be common sense, but that's not what we're told, right? We're told to work harder, work more, work longer. And that's not really the answer because many times when we work much longer and much harder, we get burned out. Absolutely. Talk to us. Well, I, I think, first of all, for for women who have grown up with generational beliefs that other people, other things, our faith, our families all come before us. And it's really part of our DNA. It's a hard habit to break. But we're the ones who ultimately suffer from it. And when we don't take care of ourselves first, we're gifting the world just what's left of us instead of the very best of us. Yeah. I so love the very first thing I tell people is put you on your calendar first. But I love that. We give them what's left of us instead of the best of us. Yes. Oh, that's yes. so true. And is. is that why you picked the title of the book, Get Off the Shelf? You know, I was... <laughs> I have not found the location, but it was a waking dream, a very visceral experience, but I don't know when or where it happened. I was walking down a hallway lined with bookshelves, and I love books, so it made perfect sense to me. It wasn't a library. It wasn't a store. It was like at home, but the hallway was just lined with bookshelves, and my attention was drawn to something up to my left, and it was me sitting on the top shelf, arms folded, legs crossed, foot wow. bouncing up and down, looking down at me going, what the hell am I doing on the shelf again? Oh. And it was like, get me off of this shelf. And and there was the name. And and so as it, it how shall we say, it um, gestated, germinated, it it lived in its growing time for about five years before it began to actually end up on paper. But the elevator pitch came during that time when people would say to me, well, what are you talking about? And for me, it, it became very simple. It's, it's my story about how we as women especially set ourselves aside in service to everything and everybody else in our lives except ourselves. Mm. And what I want people to hear in this book is that it's time for them to choose themselves first, that they have a right to be happy, that hashtag you matter first. Don't you think, Vicki, that that's part of the woman's old story? We're the nurturers, we're the mothers, we do the feeding, we take care of, I mean, 
Isn't that part of the old or the original sort of story? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's part of our DNA, especially, mm. I mean, for, for kids in their 30s and 40s and, and 20s, they're being told by their mothers and their grandmothers that they deserve more, they can have more, they can do more. But are they being told for themselves first? Be more, do more, have more for you first so that you're full. And then what you take out into the world in your job, in your place of service, in your creativity, in your love is full, not half empty because you're drained. So what do you say to the woman who is listening to this, but still has that embedded program of, you know, I'm, I'm, I just got a massage or I just took a nap and, oh, I wasted time. I mean, how do you, how do you help people kind of deprogram from these deep seated beliefs? I think the first step is to make it a baby step. And if you are a busy person, buried in your busy, so there's no time for you, yeah. then you're somebody who has a calendar because there's no way you could keep track of all those spinning plates that you've got going in the air right. and keep them spinning unless you have it in front of you somewhere on a calendar. So step one, baby step, put you on the calendar whether it's that nap, whether it's a drive to the hills, whether it's a massage, whether it's getting your nails done, reading a book, um, swimming for 30 minutes, going to an exercise class, make an appointment with yourself first, and then hold yourself accountable to keeping that appointment with you. Mm -hmm. Once you become your own appointment, it's easy because you've calendared that time. You're not, oh, I need to take a nap. And, and so, you know, what, what do I need to get done? I can't go to sleep because my brain's wrapped around all the things yeah. that are still out there to do. Right. But if you have an appointment and you're authentic with your own scheduling, which a woman who's super busy has to be between the kids and the grandkids and your life, whether they're still working or retired, you, you become part of your schedule and it makes it easy. So step one, put you time on a calendar once a week. It's, it's a baby step. And then I, I teach in my book about the F words in life. I had a real estate mentor who would always speak about real estate is not your life. It's a part of your life. Right. But you have to balance the business with the F words in your life. Which are? Faith, faith, family, friends, fun, fitness, finances. Wow. So if you calendar the F words in your life, then you begin to have a more relaxed vision of what each day is because you know when you go to bed at night that you've made time for the important things for the money-making finances, you got to cut out time for you to have fun. You got to take care of your, your fitness, your health. You want to make time for friends. You want to make time for family. You want to make time for faith. And so if all those things are on your calendar, you suddenly begin to see that you have this full life that embodies everything that fills you up yeah. without sacrificing any one of them to a scheduled. I love this. I'm going to read them again. Faith, fitness. Faith, family, fun, fitness, finances, friends. Okay. Faith. And faith. you put them in the order that you want. It doesn't matter. Just put them on your calendar. Mm, love it. When I was teaching this in real estate classes, I would teach people to, number one, you have to make money. That's why you're working. So that's green. That's a go. That's an appointment you have to go to. Right. So the things that make you money, put them on your calendar highlighted in green. 
And then the next thing I would do, because that's that's sort of non-negotiable, that you got to go to that or you're not going to have grocery money next week, right? Then the next thing I do is I put me time on the calendar and I did that in pink. And I would take Friday afternoon every week and Monday mornings until one o'clock every week. And once a month, I took from Friday afternoon to Monday morning off. So I could build my schedule around that. I had me time built in first. And each Monday was my studying time. That's when I was doing what I needed to do to keep enhancing my own, Mm -hmm. as I call it, wisdom evolution. And then you put something on the calendar that maybe is negotiable, like your nail appointment. If you got a green call and you've got a nail appointment, that's in yellow. Think about it. Mm-hmm. And then you have things like doctor's appointments, non-negotiable. That goes in red. Stop. You can't change this. You got to take yourself to the so doctor. The different colors, depending. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little more about how we put in that me time. And you're doing it a way that's very organized, it's very practical, and it's kind of left brain in a way. So it takes away some of that emotional, oh, you know, look what I did, but it more it's planned in, like you said, which a very busy people who are very methodical plan their time. So this is such a great, um, it, it's really great. And again, I'm just going to repeat them before we take the break. Put all of your things into categories, um, faith, family, fun fitness, finances, and friends. We'll be back with Vicki Dobbs right after the break. Her book is Get Off the Shelf. And the subtitle of the book is Choose You First. You have a right to be happy. Okay, and she's the founder of Wisdom Evolution and the cheerleader for the You First Revolution. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Do you ever have an off day or is your life positive and uplifting? Making Life Brighter is a forum for positive, inspired and contemplative thought showcasing experts in their fields including authors musicians and artists your host winifred adams will bring to life topics to stimulate and make your life brighter we want to hear from you be sure to tune in thursdays at 10 a.m pacific time 1 p.m eastern time on the voice america variety channel it's time to get real discover who you are and get the tools to navigate your life It's time to rock your midlife with Dr. Ellen Albertson, the Midlife Whisperer. Your midlife roadmap is the blueprint you need to roll with change, transform yourself, and create a fabulous second adulthood. Get answers and solutions for whatever you're up against and transform problems into opportunities. Make your next life chapter your best chapter with Rock Your Midlife every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show well hello everyone and welcome back 
Uh, welcome back to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. My guest is, and she is just terrific. Her name is Vicki Dobbs. She is the founder of Wisdom Evolution and the head cheerleader for the You First Revolution. <laughs> she brings 40 years of entrepreneurial experience into her work. And she helps people navigate how they can be the best of themselves. Her brand new book, I love the title, it's Get Off the Shelf. Choose you first. You have a right to be happy. Welcome back, Vicki. Thank you, Patricia. Thank you. So what we were talking about was how you can organize this you time so it doesn't feel like it's selfish, but it's more kind of color-coded and it's organized in different categories like family, like the F words you said, faith and family and friends and finances and fun and fitness. And so that was, you know, a very methodical way. So take us along this journey of how else we can start to bring ourselves first. Well, I, I think to begin with, once you have allowed yourself to given yourself permission to be first hmm. and, and realize that that is not a selfish act, that it's an act of self-preservation. Right. Again, it's it's giving you the ability to stay fully present as you instead of strung out with all of the to do's. And when you're able to do that, then you open yourself to all the possibilities that are available in the universe. And and for me, that means that I can connect with nature where I find solace. Water is where I go when I need to de-stress. And through the teachings of Lynn Andrews, the Foundation for Shamanic Studies, um, Don Oscar Miro Caseda, many of the shamanic teachers that I've been blessed to meet and to learn from, I've realized the importance of nature in my life. And we moved three years ago to a new house after 40 years on the same land. Wow. And it's been difficult for me because I'm not connected to this land. And I keep saying that knowing in the back of my head, I'm simply telling the universe not connected where I should be saying I'm working at connecting Got to it. this land. Right. So I have made friends with a cottonwood tree on our property that's outside my office. And when I feel uptight, disconnected, I need to take a breath, open my office door and step outside. And I have a bench sitting underneath the cottonwood tree. And even though I have neighbors, which I've never had before, and I don't have horses, who is where I would go to in the past, is to, to be in the presence of the horses is yes life-changing. And... So the cottonwood tree and I have become friends. And, and that is, for me, the place that I can, can grab right now and, and take that cleansing breath to, to feel. Yeah, let me add something to that. When you talk about the horses, I've interviewed people who are psychotherapists who bring people to the ranch who have um, upsets or traumas or whatever it is they've been through. And by working with the horses it really helps them to work through that, just like the horse whisperer. So I don't know if you want to comment about that, but I know that's very profound. Absolutely. Tomorrow I'm interviewing Patricia, I'm sorry, Melissa Pierce um, from Touched by a Horse. She's been a Gestalt psychotherapist. And um, I... I Healing the heart with horses is the simplest way I can put that. It's like the first time I swam with dolphins and mm -hmm. you look into the eye of a dolphin, your life has changed, whether you know it or not. Yeah. Well, as most little girls want a horse. And I was blessed that my parents would let me take my allowance and go to the local stables and spend the entire day. I had enough money to ride two hours mm -hmm. and I got to be friends with a stable manager. And so I would tack horses, I would muck stalls, I would do whatever. And if there was a horse not rented for that hour, Marty would let me ride. Isn't that great? And I think that love of horses is not just about being on a horse or being with a horse. 
my daughter, who is very connected with the horses, will tell you that they are not a possession of the mind. They are an obsession of the soul. And again, you know, you're humbled when a thousand pound animal steps your way, you either move or you don't, and and there's interaction. But to stand with a horse and feel their heartbeat, to look into the eye of a horse and in the silence, listen to them. Mm. Mm. You know, we don't give the animal world a credit for the intelligence that they have because they don't speak the same language we do. But if we can find time in our lives to slow down and give ourselves permission to listen, there's a plethora of wisdom to be learned in the natural world. And the key is, as again, my dear friend and teacher, Lynn Andrews would say, what you imagine is real. And people look at me and go, yeah, right. Oh, uh-huh. Well, think about it. You know, people say, oh, that's ridiculous. It's just your imagination. Well, do you remember back in the 50s, the Dick Tracy magazines mm-hmm. and the TV show? Wasn't he talking to a watch on yes. his arm? Yep. And now here we are. What he imagined is real. Yeah. Think so- of it. Think of Star Trek then. You know, Absolutely. 40 years ago and the things we're doing. Now, I have a question for you around all of this. And, I, and I'm speaking for me, but I'm also speaking for thousands and millions of other people who go through this. We've been through a very hard three-year period. There is a tremendous amount of anxiety and stress uh, that's going on now more than ever. I mean, the mental health in terms of the need has just tripled and quadrupled. And a lot of us uh, have a lot of anxiety around things, you know, things, things that might be little and we blow them up or we keep ruminating about them. And even for those of us who are teachers, as I am, or broadcasters about this subject, there's still that, will it be okay? And, oh, my, is this going to be all right? And it goes on and on. So I'm asking you, because you deal with the natural world, you work with this, you've done other forms of healing like shamanic journey. What do you say to people And people like myself, I mean, people who are healthy, they're doing their work, but they're being slowed down by this, if you will, rumination or anxiety. And I think it's gotten worse with COVID. And I think people, because I do a lot of workshops on this in corporations and the anxiety levels are shooting through the roof. So what do you say? What would you say about that, Vicki? What would you For me, the, the, the very first thing is breathe. And so one of the exercises that I have, and, and, and that's one of the gifts of, of both of these books, is at the end of each chapter, there's a physical exercise for you to do to embody the teaching of that chapter. And one of the things I talk about is breath. And mm-hmm. we've all heard about breath work, and it, it's proven to bring stress levels down. So it can be as simple as sitting at a red light, stressed out about traffic, and when's it going to turn green, and I'm in a hurry, and breathe. And so do just that simple four-count breath. Inhale four, you know, like one, two, three, four. Hold it, one, two, three, four. Exhale, one, two, three, four. If you do that at a red light, consciously, you can't pay attention to the traffic. You can't stress out about the time because your concentration is on your breath and you're bringing your stress level down. Mm -hmm. So that's something real simple. We all got in the car at some point in time, breathe at every red light you hit. Instead of being frustrated, dad gummit, I hit another red light, breathe. So that's one thing. The second, and for me, one of the most important things is creativity. Creativity is a source of joy. It's a source of relaxation. It feeds the soul. It soothes the mind. It brings you present in the now because you're physically doing something with your hands, with your eyes, with your, with your heart. Yeah, That's interesting you'd say that because that's one of the things that I will utilize is, I, you know, I, I, I'll just start writing or I'll develop a proposal or I'll write a column. And you're right. It takes it right now. It doesn't mean I don't go back to it. But for that moment, I'm totally immersed in what I'm doing. Yes. And I think that's the key to 
to most of our answers in the world. When we worry, we're thinking about yesterday or tomorrow. When we, when we look to the past, we're, we're robbing the moment. So the more we can keep ourselves present in the moment, i.e. breathing, creativity, work, whatever it is that keeps you present in the moment, right. Um, right. will reduce your stress and your anxiety levels. All right. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, let's talk more about things that you think we can do, not just to get off the shelf, but also to get off the shelf without anxiety and stress and agita and all of that. And, you know, a lot of the tools that you use that are very practical, but also spiritual that can help us. And and tools that, as you said, are simple, like breathing. You don't have to be yogini on a mountain to breathe. You don't have to be a yogini to do something creative. So we're going to talk more about this because I think we're living in a world now that we're hearing more negativity and and it's a a tough time. And so what is it we can do to keep bringing in the light, if you will? All right. Vicki, it's wonderful to have you on. You're an inspiration. My guest is- My my joy. Thank you. Vicki Dobbs, her book is Get Off the Shelf, Choose You First. You have a right to be happy. And her website is vickydobbs.com, V-I-C-K-I-D-O-B-B-S.com. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. And we'll be right back with Vicki. America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Did you know that the quality of our daily lives is directly influenced by the design of our built environment? Our homes, our work, the way we move, and where we play are all shaped by the design of our cities. This thought-provoking new show from architect, urban designer, and educator, Carrie Pennebod examines the complex forces that shape the making of our physical world. Lively conversations with leading experts in a variety of fields engage some of the greatest challenges facing our cities today, including climate change, affordable housing, embedded technologies, infrastructure design, architecture and the arts, urban policy, social mobility, and much, much more. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, so that together we can design a better world. Tune in to Melody Edmondson's The Space of the Waste radio program. This companion piece to her successful guidebook series, The Space of the Waste, focuses on body types and how to make your waist length flattering, no matter what your body type is. Guests include designers, merchandise managers, factory owners, and more. You'll also find out what accessories will complement your body shape and waist length. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Today, our 40s sit firmly in midlife. We are starting to feel our place and have many productive years ahead. But now is the best time to plan for our future life. Listen for 45 Forward with host Ron Roel. From retirement to health and technology to caring for our parents, no topic is off the table. We don't have a roadmap to our actual future, but we can start to plan more effectively. Tune into 45 Forward, Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show hi everyone and we are back my guest is vicki dobbs her book is get off the shelf choose you first and you have a right to be happy. Vicki Dobbs is the founder of Wisdom Evolution and the head cheerleader for the You First Revolution. She brings 40 years of entrepreneurial experience into her spiritual work and her writing. 
For the past two decades, she's been helping people navigate their lives and business in a way that allows them to gift the world the best of themselves. As a spiritual entrepreneur co-creating with the divine, she's opening existential, existential gateways through which individuals can face their challenges and opportunities and embrace them. And she has best-selling books. And her goal is really to see everyone live every day empowered by the voice of their own authentic truth and to see this as an ever spiral upward journey. Welcome back, Vicki. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So let's talk a little more about this stress piece because you said to me during the break, well, if you're in stress, you're on the shelf. So, and so many of us are. So you talked about one thing you said, first breathe. Then you talked about being creative. What do you do with this voice, right? What do you do with that? And it gets loud and it starts to yell at you. What do you do with that, Vicki? Talk back to it. Make it your friend. When you recognize the voice of what some call their inner critic, what Lynn would call the uh, keeper of your brain, uh, others call the ego mind. It, it, it's it's a entity by a million names, depending on who you ask. So let's just call it your brain chatter. And its purpose is to keep you safe. Well, we all know there's safety and no change. If we do the same old, same old, and we're okay doing the same old, same old, and we never change, we're going to be okay. We're going to be safe. So as soon as we start to step outside that comfort zone or to move forward into something new, to take on a new adventure, a new love, a new way of living, the brain's going to go bananas because it's scared. It It needs to pull you back away from you so it can keep you safe. So you just have a conversation with, okay, dude, this is something new. I'm going to give it a shot. You go take a nap. We'll talk about this later. If it comes back up again, just take a moment to say, I hear you. I'm okay. Mm -hmm. It comes back up again. Say, time out, dude. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm fine. You need to just leave me alone. So don't ignore it. Acknowledge it. I think sometimes what happens is we let it take over, right? Absolutely. Let it take. And then what happens is, I feel it's kind of like you implode, like you can't do anything. Right. This, this thing is like screaming and you're bad and you've done something wrong and you can't figure it out. But what you're saying is somewhere in there, get that strength to say, wait, don't buy into it is what you're saying. Well, absolutely. But, you know, it can be a good thing if you're out hiking in the forest and your flashlight batteries go dead and it's dusk and you're in short sleeves in a canyon and it's getting cold. And, you know, that voice may be telling you to hurry up. It may be telling you to listen to the rustling in the brush. It may be telling you to get the heck out of the canyon. It's 90 degrees out there, but in here it's 40 and the sun sets at three, not six. So in that aspect of listening, you you want to know the difference between the critic and and really the keeper. There there is a difference. So you just have to listen to your intuition. And when it works for you, pay attention to it. When it doesn't work for you, pay more attention to it. Mm. But when you find yourself safely secure in your comfort chair, immobilized by the what ifs, the why nots, the right. I should have, I could have, right. I if if only I would have. And and that paralytic emotion keeps you stuck. Right. Then you find help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. I think that's again something that we as women especially in our age generation have been not taught to reach for because, you know, pull yourself up by your own bootstraps. Right. It's your right. responsibility. You, right. you you just have to take the bull by the horns. Well, you know what? Sometimes there's just grease all over the bull's horns. And every time you grab a hold, your hand slips off. And I don't know about you, I but I haven't it. worn boots in a long time. I can't find their straps. So how do I get myself up out of the chair? 
Yeah. And again, for me, it's creativity. It's taking a class. It's learning something new. It's meeting somebody new. It's going someplace new. It's challenging that same old. And as a lifelong learner, I take classes every week. You know, that's wonderful for Zoom. I hate that I don't have the interaction with face-to-face people as much as I used to. But, you know, I love learning. And it's, it's one of the things that will keep you, again, present in the now, more securing yourself, because the more you know, the more you feel comfortable doing something that you know about. So get out of your comfort chair, stretch your boundaries. It's okay. They won't break. Something else you write about, and this is kind of like getting out of your comfort zone, stretching your boundaries. You talk about the stone people. What is that about? Well, I have a class I teach called Using Our Stone Teachers, Conversations with a Rock. Okay. And as a shamanic practitioner and somebody very connected to the natural world as my place of solace, you can't help but slow down. And and again, I learned from these magnificent teachers about crystals and stones and the rock people have amazing stories to tell. Just here's a really interesting visual. We look at ants scurrying about. And for their size, they move pretty fast. If you can imagine the energy, the the movement of a rock, it does move. We just don't live long enough to see it most of the time. So imagine being in the mind of a rock watching people go by. That's like Mach 1000, us watching an ant. I mean, we just speed around in this world at an energy level that's almost unstoppable to, if you listen to a tree and they talk about slow down, you listen to a rock and one of the first messages is slow down. You listen to the water and it may be rushing past you, but its message will probably be to you, slow down. And so for me, when I, when I do my stone teachers class, um, I send them around the room where I've laid out dozens of rocks that I've picked up on my various journeys. And I tell them to just wait until they feel the call of a stone. Mm -hmm. And if we're someplace outside, then they can wander around outside, find a rock. If, If you pick it up, ask it, will you be my teacher? Often it will tell you it just wants to move over five feet. Wow. And, or it wants to teach you. So that's what the class is about is listening. So what you're saying is you pick up the rock and you actually look at it and you listen for a message. Right. Be open to that quote from Lynn, what you imagine is real. And you pick up a stone and you just listen. Interesting. What about a crystal? What about a crystal, Vicki? Crystals are very much the same way. They buzz around at a higher frequency than rocks do. Right. And it is, um, they're such a gift. And every crystal has a different story. In, in my class, I take people and I hand them each a small piece of moldavite. And the journey that we do is um, sonically driven, so rattle or drum. And the instruction they receive is to take this piece of Moldavite in their left hand with the instruction to allow the Moldavite to take them to the star that it came from. Talk about that particular stone, the Moldavite or the rock. Well, it comes from the stars. And, you know, there's I'm not a crystal expert. When I'm working with the stones, I look up their properties. I talk to them. What's their purpose in their life for me now? I have to just share with you, when you just said that, what I thought of is if you ever went back to the ruins in Egypt, to the pyramids, and if you ever, I haven't been there. I know people, family has have been there, but picking up a rock from there must be an amazing experience. Right. I have a tiny stone that a friend bought me from the the, um, pyramids in Mexico. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I sent a crystal with a friend who went to Egypt, my, my teaching crystal, to take in the energy that it might bring back for me anything that I need to know. I, I used to tell anybody in, in my real estate career when they'd tell me, oh, I'm going to be gone to Europe or I'm going to Crete or I'm going to it. I'd say, just pay attention. If your mind gets drawn to a rock on the stone, ask it if it wants to come live with Vicky. And I have stones from the coast of Spain. I have a piece of brick from the streets of Verona. I have a chunk of stone from the Russian Great Wall that was torn wow. down. I have, I've never been to any of these places, but people have brought me these amazing gifts. And they, I have a blue stone. You, do they what? tell you interesting things? I mean, when you. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, that's a whole different show in itself yeah. <laughs> is, is to, to yeah. spend time with the stones, ignore them and they get dusty and dirty. Yeah. And they're just stones. But when you pay attention to them, when you clean them, when you clear them, when you hold them, when you give them the respect that they deserve, they'll open a whole new world for you, That's be it a crystal or a stone. I think you're right. I think it would be a whole show. And if people are interested in this, do you do readings or do you help people or do you do individual counseling sessions on these kinds of things? I do. You can can check it out at VickiDobbs.com. And okay. there are some testimonials there from clients that I've worked with. I do very limited amount of one-on-one -on -one coaching because I love writing. I love creating, as you can see with the paintings. And you can't see the drums over in the corner. I make a lot of, of sacred tools with dumbs and rattles and feather fans and beadwork and shawls and, and paintings and um the stuff that fuels my joy. Yes. Yes. I understand. All right. We're going to, again, um, go for a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about using our quiet time, you know, bringing joy into our lives, um, getting off the shelf in a way that, as you said, fuels you in a very positive way and brings you joy. And I think I'm also going to ask you in the next segment about protecting yourself when you're around negativity, whether it's negativity you hear from a, a program or whether it's someone in the room or whether you just how how you deal with that. And I think that's also very important. So Absolutely. You're, you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com. My guest is Vicki Dobbs. Her book is Get Off the Shelf, Choose You First. You have a right to be happy. She's the founder of Wisdom Evolution and head cheerleader for the You First Revolution and has 40 years of entrepreneurial experience helping people really allow themselves to be their gift to the world. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. As humans, we suffer when we believe we are not good enough. We are taught we must be better, look better, try harder, and achieve more. We cope with the stress and disappointment of life in ways that make us feel worse and keep us stuck in a cycle of unworthiness. We don't have to live this way. You don't have to live this way. Kirsten and her guests will share how self-acceptance and unconditional self-love can help you break this cycle and find freedom. Listen to Giraffe Tango Octopus, Freedom for Humans, with Kirsten Johansson, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. It is time to change the negative narrative of divorce. Families are hungry for a different option. Listen to The Good Divorce Show with Karen McNinney. You will discover how to function as one family living in two homes. There are high-functioning, stable, and happy divorce families living in your neighborhood. What's their secret sauce? What did their journey look like? Do they have regrets or recommendations? Let's find out. It's never too late to have a good divorce. The Good Divorce Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Planning for college? 
Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Elizabeth Heaton, a former admissions officer at the University of Pennsylvania and featuring her fellow admissions and college finance experts from Bright Horizons College Coach. The show shares what colleges are really looking for and how to highlight your hard-won achievements for the best chance at success. New episodes air every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com are listening to the Patricia Raskin show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin show. Well, hello everyone and we are back. We are back with Vicky Dobbs who is the founder of Wisdom Evolution and head cheerleader for the You First Revolution. She brings 40 years of entrepreneurial experience to her spiritual writing and her work, helping people really be their best selves. Her brand new book is called Get Off the Shelf, Choose You First, You Have a Right to Be Happy. Welcome back, Vicki. Thank you, Patricia. All right. So let's talk more about getting off the shelf, but in a joyous way. And so I want to, I, I do want to talk about adding more joy and what are more things you can do. But there is something I want to bring up because it's kind of the elephant in the room. We can have joy. You have joy. You bring it in. But we're all people and we all run into people and we all run into energy that may not be positive, that may be negative, could be a negative person, could be a negative situation, could be a negative movie or program. How do you protect yourself from that and not get pulled in? Well, that's a great question, and and I think that the simplest version is boundaries. Yes. And if you create a boundary for yourself, yes, and hold to it. If people step across that boundary, step away from them. If a show touches you in a way that doesn't feel comfortable, change channels. Don't be afraid to walk out of a movie that does not fill you with what you came for. In our world right now, everybody is trying to convince everybody else that they either know the right way, have done the right thing, or are pushing for the rightness in our world. And and I think that's where I've come up with the hashtag, you matter, is because we're all being bombarded with everybody else matters, but us. There's nobody out there saying you matter as much as somebody else does. And I think that's where the equal playing ground comes from. So taking it back to negativity, when you encounter an energy that that feels bad, and, and you'll know it because you really kind of back away or you cringe or somebody verbally assaults you and it hurts your heart, then a very wonderful uh, psychologist that I worked with told me one time to change the languaging of my response. That I could say to, for instance, my husband, when he'd say something that I felt hurtful, it's like I would say to him, Danny, I, I don't think you meant the way I heard what you said, but here's how I heard it. And it hurt, which was a lot better response for me than that. You dumb SOB, that wasn't nice. <laughs> and it's that was a gift. And the other gift was from Lynn. The very first time I sat down with her privately for a one on one face to face, we were in Hawaii. And she met with people at restaurants, which kind of blows your mind at first, but you get used to it. And she asked me, you know, what I wanted. Well, I didn't know what I wanted. And through the course of our conversation, my relationship came up and and I was struggling at that time. This was probably 20, 22 years ago. And Lynn said to me, ultimately, you have to mirror to him 
who you want him to be for you. Mm-hmm. Wow. That was an eye opener. So that means if say thank you. And when somebody hurts your heart, whether they're it's it's verbal or their point of view or anything else, give them permission to hold that as their truth and ask that they not expect it to be yours. Right. You know, it's like I can say to you, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. End of story. If somebody says to me something that's out of place, I might say to them, okay, but you could probably have said that in a better way. Yeah. And there's, right. I mean, this is so important. And, but we have to practice it. We weren't taught this. We weren't no. taught Right. It's so funny. Halfway through this interview, I want to call you Lynn. Isn't that funny? There's a part of me because you've talked about Lynn so much. I'm about to say Lynn and then I'm, I'm, I'm going, wait a minute. It's not Lynn. <laughs> You're probably channeling her in some way or, or she's hearing this in some way. All right. We've only got two minutes left and I could talk to you for a long time. So what, what do you want to leave our listeners with about getting off the shelf, about bringing joy into their lives, about being happy? What's your message? Choose you first. Hashtag you matter. And I think that's probably the most important underlying message of of the books that I have written. You First is my first book. Get Off the Shelf is my second one. They're they're practical wisdom for nurturing body, mind, heart, and soul. And they share my stories, my vulnerability, my truth. Uh, And by the way, I'm still with hubby. We celebrated 50 years last year of of being married, 55 years this year we've been together. Now, if I had more time, I would ask you what's made your marriage work. But I think you've said part of it, communicating and learning how to talk to each other and respecting each other. Freedom. Don't try to tie your partner down. Wonderful. It won't work. (laughs) So love to everybody listening. Um, Would be honored if you wanted to purchase either of my books, I have a journal coming out. I have a card deck in the works. I have a class that I would hopefully be able to put out there in the spring called Mastering the Art of Putting You First. And I'll All send right. Patricia the information, but All right. you can find me at VickiDobbs.com. All right. And thank you, Vicki. It was wonderful to have you on. Remember, I so everyone. appreciate it. All right. Stay on the line for a minute. All right, folks. Remember, you can find me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com. Um, if you're thinking of doing your own podcast, and I've helped 5,000 people or interviewed them, so I'd love to help you get your message out, Patricia, PatriciaRaskin.com, and Raskin Resources um, also on Facebook. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of the Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.